Hello, my name is Eric Ravaglia and I'm an interactive media design student at Napier University here in Edinburgh. I know, I should not eat while I'm recording a podcast, but anyway, I will talk about food, so I'm just introducing the subject. You are listening Italian Food for Dummies. It's an Italian point of view on our food and some of the differences that we have region to region, city to city. It's just a podcast to explain what food means for us. Pasta, pizza and mandolino is obviously a cliché. Yeah, we love pasta, we like pizza, but nobody knows how to use a mandolino. Italy is split in 20 regions. Every region has its own food, culture, has its own history. I come from Rome that is situated right in the middle of Italy in a region called Lazio. We have many different dishes, but the most traditional are the coda la vaccinara, that is a meat dish, is a stew made with oxtail, and we have two famous pasta sauce that are pasta alla matriciana and pasta alla carbonara. Among all the different dishes, those are the ones that more represent my area and that more are famous around Italy. Let's talk about Parmigiano Reggiano. Probably you know it, because it's a cheese sold here as well as in Italy, but let me analyze the words. Parmigiano and Reggiano. This name represent two different Italian cities. One is Parma and the other one is Reggio. Historically, those two cities have always been against each other, and to decide the name of this particular cheese from that area, it took about 60 years, because of the two different councils couldn't decide fairly about it. Still now, Parma and Reggio citizens are argumenting about the name and the quality of the cheese. And this is only a little instance to show you how food is important to us. It's not only something that we eat, but it's something that sometimes represents us. Pasta alla matriciana or bucatini alla matriciana or the matriciana uh, sauce in general is one of my favorite. I tried to redo it here but in the end you don't have the proper pancetta bacon and the taste is a bit different, you know, it's not the same but it's not that bad. And Fabrizio, a guy from Rome that lives here since a year, seems to agree with me. My name is Fabrizio and I'm from Italy and I'm from Rome, the capital of Italy. My favorite dish is called amatriciana. 
He's from Amatrice, which is a village close to Rome, and it's a lovely dish. It's made of pasta, of course, with pancetta, which is commonly you know, named as bacon in Great Britain, Great Britain, but it's not the same. And tomatoes, like chopped, fresh chopped tomatoes, and it's delicious. The dish I used to eat most was my grandmother's stew. Yeah, when I was a child, every single Sunday she used to cook this fantastic stew with roast potatoes and it was just delicious. Actually, when I was at home, my mom or my dad used to cook for me. And But here, you know, I had to learn. So I'm trying to learn how to cook, but just, you know, I can't survive, but I'm not a good cooker. Actually, my father is better on cooking than my mom. She used to work a lot in our office, so I used to spend lots of time with my dad. So his best dish was <laughs> minestrina. It was like a kind of minestrone soup. He did it very elaborated with fresh vegetables. Was very healthy, and we used to eat it at night for dinner. Salmon is good in Scotland. Yeah, it's it's not that expensive, and it's a nice dish. It's tasty. You can get it fresh. Yeah, salmon is really good here. Lorenzo comes from the very north side of Italy. The dishes there are basically different, just because they don't eat pasta as well. They eat pasta, but not so much as we do in the other side of Italy. Uh, they eat much more rice and polenta, actually, but we will talk about rice. They have a lot of sauces, and one of the best one probably is saffron rice. We call it risolo zafferano or risola milanese, Milan rice, just because it should be born in Milan and because they eat a lot of it in Lombardia, and that is the region where Milan is. Saffron rice is Lorenzo's favorite dish. I can agree with him because it's wonderful. I like it. It's a uh, rice with uh, saffron, zafferano. It's, uh, it's really uh, this is spicy, really expensive. And uh, it's uh, typical to eat it in uh, where the people from towns meet. Uh, they, it's being cooked even for like maybe two, three, uh, three hundred people. It's like really uh, <laughs> typical to, to eat that. When uh, there are like uh, uh, special moments during the year that uh, the, the population meet to, to celebrate. Uh, special occasion, then they, they cook uh, this rice with uh, saffron uh, a lot. Things that they make in my area are, well, of course, cheese, because it's Switzerland. Then they make, uh, like, uh, ham or uh, salami, like uh, they do in Italy, but it's a different uh, way of making it. Then uh, uh, there are typical uh, dishes that can be both, like, German or Italian, like rice, the way they make it in Italy, or pasta, the way they, they cook it in Italy, but then, of course, the way they, they make it in, uh, in Switzerland, the Italian part of Switzerland is always different. Pizza, for example, the way they make it in Switzerland is different than the way they make it uh, in Italy, even if it's always pizza. Besides uh, well, the quality of cheese, like, uh, there is like a goat cheese from the mountains, are little cheeses that you eat like with olive oil. When we put some pepper on it, you eat like with a, a baguette or a, some bread that is made there in Switzerland. Then I like uh, this sausage called the Luganichetta, that is like around like a spiral. And uh, well, they can, you can have that even with uh, chili or whatever. Normally you don't, you don't eat it spicy. You, you cook it in uh, the pan, fried really, like uh, burnt almost. That is all this taste and it's pretty much salty. It's a really strong taste. 
Ganighetta in Scozia, paese tipico della Val d'Adro. Fateci l'arco che passiamo noi, sti giovanotti d'esta Roma bella, siamo ragazzi fatti col pennello, e le ragazze fanno innamorare, e le ragazze fanno innamorare. Che ci frega, ma che ci importa, se lo starvino ci ha messo l'acqua, e noi è divo, e noi è famo, ci hai messo l'acqua e non te pagamo, ma però noi siamo quelli che gli rispondiamo in coro, è meglio rapino degli castelli che questa zozza società. We can say that food for our culture is very important, it's a tradition, we use food to socialize. We don't go out drinking from club to club, even if we like to take a beer in a pub or a nightclub, but it's much more common to go out for dinner or lunch together with our friends, chatting in front of a good pizza or a good dish in general, and then maybe we finish the night in a pub, but without getting drunk, just because drunkness is not so common in my country. One of our strong traditions related to food is that our grand mothers cook better than every restaurant, every mother chef around, and during the main holidays they cook for all the family. For instance, during Christmas Day we can be sitting on a table with all the parents just for a couple of hours or maybe three hours eating fantastic traditional Christmas dishes like abacchio, here known as springland, like lasagne, the proper one, and of course cannelloni. Those are great. And Veronica from Rome that she lives here in Edinburgh since a year, she will explain us why she likes cannelloni so much, and I strongly agree with her. Cannelloni um, are pasta, fillet pasta, and we usually fill them with ricotta and spinach, or also with mince, beef mince, and very nice mozzarella and sauce, and bechamella, which make everything more creamy and tasty. I'm from Rome. Actually, I'm from a little village in the province of Rome, which is called Pomezia. One of the most common dish I ate was parmigiana. It's a main course dish, and it's made of fried aubergine, tomatoes, mozzarella, and parmesan. It looks like lasagna, but it's made of state and it's very tasty. My mother and my father are both good in cooking and they are specialized for different things. My mother is very good in meaty dishes but my father prefers cook fish. It's more specialized in delicious dishes and one of his favorite dish was couscous with tomatoes and fish and also penette with salmon and vodka. Before to finish the podcast I want to give you a cooking hint. To cook real pasta, you need a pot, you need 100-150 grams of pasta, it depends on how you're hungry. You need tomato sauce, another pot, olive oil, onion, basil. We're gonna do pasta with basil, tomato sauce. If you want, you can use the kettle so the, the water will boil before, just because 
to cook pasta, you need to put the pasta inside the water when the water is boiling. So you put the water in the kettle and you wait until it's finished. You put the water in the pot, you turn on the flame and you wait until the water boils. When the water will boil, you need to take the salt and put some salt in the water. You put some salt in your palm, should be maybe around two spoon, and you put the salt in the water. You wait until the water starts again to boil because when you put the salt the water will stop to boil for some seconds. After a while you put the pasta inside the pot. How you can know that the pasta is ready. Usually every kind of pasta has written on the box how many minutes you need to cook it. So since you put the pasta in the boiling water you have to wait sometimes 5, 6, 9, 12 minutes. It depends which kind of pasta you're cooking. But anyway if you want to know without following any time you need to taste pasta. It doesn't have to be so soft, it doesn't have to be hard. It has to be in the middle way. It's hard to understand, I know, but with some training you can do it. The sauce is pretty easy to cook. You take the olive oil, you put the olive oil in another pot until all the bottom is covered. You don't need too many olive oil, you need only enough oil to cover the bottom. Then you take the onion, two or three little pieces. You put those three little pieces in the olive oil, turn on the flame and you wait until the onion becomes a bit brown. Then you can choose. If you don't like the onion, you can take off the onion. If you like the onion, you can leave it. Then you have to put the tomato sauce in the, in the pot. Take care will fry a bit just because the olive oil is hot so use uh, use something to cover the pot use a basic piece from a basic plant I'm sure you have one in your kitchen and you wait until the sauce will boil just remember you have to stir a lot just stir once every two or three minutes it depends don't put too many tomato sauce in the pot just put the one that you like if you like with a lot of sauce put a bit more if you like with less sauce a bit less. After the sauce starts to boil, you keep going with stirring for another couple of minutes, then it's done. You get rid of the water from the pasta pot. You took the pasta that you already cooked in the tomato sauce pot. You stir, here we go, you got your tomato sauce pasta. to thank Veronica Bernardini, Fabrizio Sabatini and Lorenzo Anzalone for their time. The two traditional tarantella, the Naples one and the Sicily one, are from the site www.siciliancolture.com. I want to thank Lando Fiorini for his interpretation of the traditional Roman song La Società dei Magnaccioni, taken from the site www.spqr.it. I want to also thank Tom Lamesh for the song Rencontre du Setien Type and Thank you for listening Italian Food for Dummies.